1: Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby I am Jen Rizak. so happy to be here today alongside the founder of Preservation Specialists, Pat Struby And Pat, I got to say, there's a lot going on this weekend. We have a whole lot of things yeah. going on, lots to talk about financially, but... I think your social calendar, aren't you? You booked solid this weekend? Well, your I am.
0: Events? I am, yeah. I mean, <laughs> so a Super Bowl weekend is uh, my old childhood friends and I, we've tried to create a annual event where we gather somewhere. And it's been really cool to continue those relationships. Um, so we're getting together. And then the big news, the big social news is I have my uh, daddy daughter, Valentine's mm-hmm. dance tonight. And uh, we've tried different strategies with this, but uh, I'm going to take Gabby and Isla together tonight. And uh, they're. Five and a half and seven, and so pretty excited about that. I'm hoping we'll make lots of lots of good memories tonight.
1: I think so too. And I, I told you this earlier. I think the real winner here is your wife, Janelle, because yeah. she's gonna get some just time to herself this evening.
0: Well, let's right? let's just say you know um, <laughs> the the percentage of time when I'm taking the two of them by myself and not including my wife is probably not very high. So <laughs> I'm I'm hoping she enjoys the time. I think you're you're right on the money there.
1: That's right. Happy Valentine's Day to her. And the other big thing, of course, is one of my favorite things still going on the Olympics. I just can't stop watching the Olympics. I love (laughs) it. You're an
0: Olympics nut.
1: I am. I, I absolutely love it. And so all these things going on all at once, there's just something for everybody with the Super Bowl, the Olympics, Valentine's. How do we go wrong this weekend? How do we go wrong? We just can't.
0: Just need more hours in the day.
1: Just need more hours of the day. And talking about money. So I you know, talking about financial planning, really truly something for everybody here going going on with the <laughs> show with the show this weekend. We do want to talk a little bit about the Super Bowl of all things. It's well, there's a lot of different analogies we can make here. There's there's a lot of different things we can talk about. A couple things that have really stood out to me, Pat, is first of all, do you know what the average ticket price is for the Super Bowl. No, I haven't heard that
0: this year. I'm I'm imagining it's just going up, up and up, right? It's
1: a lot. Yeah. The average price is around ten thousand dollars. Come
0: on. I am serious. Oh my goodness.
1: (laughs) I am serious. And I I talk about this, I bring this up because when you think about financial decisions and the, the priorities that people make and the financial decisions that they make, my goodness Wanting to spend tens of thousands of dollars on a weekend going to a sporting event, my gosh. What, a, what an interesting, I guess it's very interesting that people make that <laughs> make that financial decision. I don't know.
0: It's amazing to me. And, you know, really quickly, I'll share that. Um, I am from very young. Uh, my, my dad uh, raised me and to say that Magic Johnson and Larry Bird are the best. That's how you play basketball. And I became, I don't remember the details. I became a lifelong Lakers fan because of that. And so in 2010, I think they played the Celtics Game 7 NBA Finals. So this is like the ultimate game. Of my life, and it was the first time I had some disposable income. So my wife and I went, and we were in the cheap seats. But I had, you know, I, I was kind of playing around in the app. and the courtside seats in the middle of the middle of the front row were ten thousand dollars a piece for that. Wow. And I was thinking, like, well, that's crazy. But now I'm thinking, well, am I the crazy one that I wasn't willing to do <laughs> right? that? You know oh
1: my gosh. and how many years ago was that that they were ten? $10,000? That
0: was that was 2010. Oh my so gosh, I mean, no. it was a little while ago, but not not crazy. So to think that a quote unquote average seat right. is going for that is is really kind of mind boggling to me. Right,
1: there's so much money involved here, and it is crazy. Um, and one of the things that we talk about sometimes when we talk about some of these professional athletes and all the money that's involved, of course, the the big news with with Tom Brady retiring. I told you not too long ago, or I told you just off air before we started. He's retiring with a career earning amount of around $475 million. (laughs) Now, that doesn't include just his playing and and salary. It's endorsements and memorabilia and appearances and a bunch of other stuff. But still, retiring with $475 million million dollars, and he's in his early 40s. I, I think yeah. what you're looking for there is dang, <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> I oh bet he gosh. has a good tax advisor, too. I you should know? hope so. Yeah, hope yeah, he's so. keeping he's keeping a significant chunk of that, I imagine.
1: <laughs> yeah, and you know, we, we talk a lot about some of these guys who make really bad financial decisions. I've got a few here, football players, just in honor of the, the big game going on this weekend, a few NFL players who have made really smart decisions that i i think maybe we can learn some lessons from here um marshawn lynch made 56.8 million dollars on the field but he saved every dollar of his on-field salary so he lived off of the endorsements and all the other stuff um that's pretty pretty nice strategy there kirk cousins (laughs) i love this uh, played for the Vikings. Does he still play for the Vikings? I think he might still play. I think he does, yeah. I think yeah. he still does. Um, yeah. He, I don't think he does anymore, but he used to drive his grandparents' minivan. He didn't, <laughs> didn't get a new car. He's a, he's a quarterback in the NFL driving Grandma and Grandpa's minivan, and he and his wife uh, would crash in the off season at their parents' homes so they didn't have to pay rent, <laughs> which makes me laugh. Wow. Um, and here's a couple more. Jordy Nelson... Kansas boy loved Jordy Nelson, retired in 2019. He made $56.9 million in the NFL. And when they traveled, when the Packers would travel, he would eat only the NFL provided snacks in his hotel room. And then he would save the money that they gave him for food. Like he would hang <laughs> on to that. He's just eating, like, I don't know, corn nuts and stuff. I could
0: totally see myself doing <laughs> that.
1: Right. Uh, <laughs> Oh my gosh, so much fun. And then the last one uh, Darius Hayward Bay, his mom is a certified accountant. So he had her put him on an allowance after he signed his first contract so he would not blow it. I thought that was kind of a cool one. As, as somebody who your mom was uh, somebody who was an accountant and uh, was in that field, respecting mom's know how here <laughs> and listening to her, that's pretty cool.
0: You know, what's awesome about all of that, Jen, is it shows the example. You know, we all hear the stories all the time of all these athletes that go broke. And it's very sad to hear that. There's all kinds of reasons, you know, why that happens. But, uh, you know, no one really talks about these stories. And it's really cool that um, those types of things happen. And, you know, it's also not necessarily the person that's always the straight and narrow, you know, person you'd expect. Like Marshawn Lynch is an NFL player that – most people who follow the NFL would think he's kind of a crazy person and to the fact that he would save all of that money is yeah. really quite impressive. And it really kind of comes back to those fundamentals. Uh, the, the reality is our schools teach very little about money and finance to us. Um, you know, I didn't know anything about handling money when I left high school, and I, I even with a finance degree in college, I didn't feel like I was very, right. very <laughs> versed at it that way either. So it just goes to show you, you mentioned mom, but it really goes to show how raising up your kids and teaching them those things. How valuable that is. And it's one of those things where, you know, when we're meeting with our clients, they often comment that they wish they had learned the things they're mm-hmm. learning from us earlier. And they also talk about imparting it onto their kids, or they wish their kids would work with someone like us. And so I think it goes to show that the reason we offer our five-step retirement review at no cost and no obligation is because, first of all, we don't know if we can bring any value or not. So why would we charge for that time? But secondly, we, we have found so many people have found that time to be valuable for, you know, whether it's a specific recommendation or just, you know, kind of getting a better clarity on your financial goals. And so, so that is the, the first step in our process is our five-step retirement review. For listeners today, there is no cost and no obligation. All you have to do is call 803-9-RETIRED to get started. Once again, our five-step retirement review at no cost and no obligation. Call now at 803 803- 9 Nine. Retire.
1: Talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. And of course, the other thing when we talk about something as big as the the Super Bowl or really any professional sporting event, there are so many analogies. There's so many ways that we can take this and and tackle this thing. Ha. Tackle it. Pat, um, but uh, thinking, I'm glad you
0: didn't fumble that one.
1: Uh, oh, oh, another one! Nice. Um, you know, one of the fun things about being in our position, with just being a fan and uh, watching the game, is we just get to sit down and order some pizza and hang out on the couch, and that's that's all we have to do. That's all the planning that we have to do. But the coaches, the players, we know that they are taking a totally different approach. They are thinking about things. There's playbooks. There's watching film. There's all this going on for a game, a very expensive, very important game. But it's still just a game, right? That's how much prep that they're doing. Mm -hmm. Think about the people who kind of take that show up for the party approach with their retirement. What's the lesson here? <laughs> how, how do we put together a game plan so we aren't just showing up unprepared?
0: I love that analogy, Jen. Uh, and the reason I laughed is because I can think of, you know, over a couple of decades plus, um, you know, I've, I've met with people that are extremely, they've been game planning for, for years or decades, you know, mm-hmm. and I meet people that just kind of show up. And what's interesting is this ties back to something we talk about occasionally, which is how retirement has changed in our country. And uh, I've had people sit down in our office and they just show up, they don't have a plan, but maybe they have a federal pension or you know something like that, and it works out fine. You know, uh, they may have as much money coming in every month that they'll ever need to spend. Uh, that's kind of the old style of retirement, right? You lived off of your pension and Social Security and, and any savings was just extra uh, for emergencies or something like that. And, and we all know that for the vast majority of us, that's just not reality anymore pensions are disappearing, and Social Security has its own financial issues. So uh, more and more of having a successful retirement depends on us. And that's where we have seen what we thought 10 or 15 years ago was our job, which was to give people the right plan or the right investments or, you know, the right allocation. What we've come to realize now is it's much more about having a comprehensive plan pulled together with all the different parts so that you know you have a plan and you're on track and you have peace of mind so that you can actually take that step and retire and not have that fear, that worry of, am I going to run out of money or how long will my money last? Am I going to be okay? Um, That plan is designed to answer all of those questions, and um, our goal, our dream is for that to be life-changing for you. So if you're not sure if you're there right now or if you don't have a plan at all, call us at 803-9-RETIRE. The first step to building what we call a custom-built retirement plan is our five-step retirement review. For listeners today, there's no cost and no obligation to get started. Just call us at 803-9-RETIRE.
1: Talking today with Pat Struby. This is Save Your Retirement. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us.
2: Hi, it's Glenn Beck. And you and I are probably different, right? I mean, if you listen to my show, I'm pretty sure we share some of the same values. But at the end of the day, we're all unique. Does your financial advisor know that? Do you have a customized retirement plan built with your hopes and your dreams in mind? Or is it just a cookie cutter, you know, one right off the shelf? Pat Struby and his team at Preservation Specialists have been designing personalized retirement plans for more than 20 years, and they want to do the same for you. Pat is local, independent. He's an advisor whose sole focus is helping you achieve your retirement dreams. Call Pat Struby and his team at Preservation Specialists. Start creating a retirement plan made just for you. Call 803-9-RETIRE. That's 803-9-RETIRE. You want the insert-your-name-here plan or the one that's built around your unique wants and needs? Easy choice. Call 803-9-RETIRE. From offers Insurance Services, Glenbeck has been remunerated and is not a client. Investment advisory services offered through Kalis Capital Inc. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. To schedule a visit for your own customized five-step retirement review, Call right now 803-973-8473. That's 803-9RETIRE.
1: Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak. Happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. RetireWithPat.com is the website if you'd like to learn a little bit more. And gonna be talking a little bit in this part of the show about taxes. And the thing we always think about when we think of taxes, the forms, the deadlines, the scramble to find all the documents you need when you are in the throes of tax season, Pat, the IRS sends out over 8 billion pages in forms and instructions (laughs) every year because they're the IRS and that's just what it has to be. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It is a crazy time for all of us when we are trying to get all of these things done. So many of us procrastinate because, Pat, we think about January to April 15th. That's when we're mostly thinking about taxes. That is a bit of a misstep. We're going to get into that a little bit more here in a few minutes. But when we talk about what's going on as far as taxes, anything we need to be thinking about for this year?
0: Well, I think that um, the biggest thing that's coming up in conversations that we're having, Jen, is, you know, we all have that need, of course, to complete our taxes mm-hmm. uh, in a timely manner. But that's something we all know has to happen anyway. So it's kind of like, what is the you know additional value we can bring to the table? And I think right. the conversations that we're having with our clients all the time is about, you know, we want to do our best for your taxes today. But what do we really see going out into the future? Mm-hmm. And um, time and again, you know everyone looks at that and says, we have some of the lowest tax rates that we've seen in a long time right now. and uh, we have just an unbelievably massive government debt. Uh, we have you know stimulus stacking on top of that. And then who and how is that going to get paid? And so most people are thinking tax rates are gonna to have to go up, and you combine that, Jen, with the fact that most of us are putting most of our retirement savings into accounts that are deferring the taxes, mm-hmm. and you say, well, that maybe that doesn't make a lot of sense. And so now we're calling that proactive tax planning. So right. as you are gathering all your tax stuff, what we're encouraging our clients to do is, let's make sure we're, we're considering that as we sit down for our next review and uh, try and be thoughtful about how we can save taxes in the future.
1: Right. And what you're getting at is what I think we really want to spend some time on, talking about the difference between being proactive with our tax planning versus getting our taxes prepared and and the stuff that we all do each and every year, which is scramble to Put everything in that big in my house. It's a big Manila envelope that we get, and we we shove all of our statements in, and we we try to put everything in that, and then inevitably something's missing. It's a pain, and there's a lot there, but it's still yes. not tax planning. It's just getting them done right.
0: That's right, and uh, and of course it's appreciated if you can put it all into a Manila envelope instead of <laughs> you know like eighteen shoeboxes right. or something like that, right? <laughs> right. I'm, yeah, I'm sure every CPA has all kinds of fun stories about that. So. Yeah, I mean, the analogy that I really like about this, Jen, is that um, if you think about when you're driving a car, the preparation of your income taxes for the year is in the past, so that's like looking in your rearview mirror, but proactive tax planning is looking out the windshield, that's looking at all everything that's going into the future, mm-hmm. and one of the things, you know, if I'm talking to someone that's younger, they, they kind of look at me like I'm crazy, like, why does this matter? But, you know, when you're decades from retirement, you can accomplish a lot about this, but you're not really. Kind of, you know, eyeballs deep in this kind of conversation where it's becoming this aha moment is for people that are 50 or 55 or 60 that have already been putting money into 401ks and IRAs for decades. And now they're kind of staring at this idea and thinking, well, wait, maybe I don't want to be deferring all these taxes. What else can I be doing? And those are the conversations that I think that are really, really valuable right now.
1: Right. And, you know, the other thing I want to talk about when it comes to taxes, most of us understand how our income taxes are paid during our working years, again, going back to that cycle of of what happens every year with tax season. Just talk a little bit about how things change for us in retirement as far as what's going on with our income taxes and how how we do have a little bit more control over it when we're in our retirement years.
0: Yeah, I I really love this idea, Jen, because it's something that I have to be reminded of this because I spend my whole day working with retirees and people close to retirement. And so I'm kind of in that mindset, right? right. right. You know, my brain doesn't work like a normal human being. <laughs> no. So you know that better than anybody. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, if you're working for a salary, then your primary goal in in work is to just get the biggest salary you can, uh, which means you're gonna be paying taxes, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's very little you can do about that. You can you know put money in your 401k right. so that that avoids taxation. You can you know try to maybe have enough itemized deductions with mortgage interest and charitable contributions and things like that. But for the most part we're very limited in what we can do during our working years. And that is really a night and day difference uh, when you're retired. In fact, I've heard it said that it's almost like there's an entirely different tax code when you're retired. And the biggest reason for that, that you kind of alluded to there, Jen, is because um, instead of having a salary in retirement, most people that we work with are going to have all kinds of different pieces of income from different places. So you might have social security or two, if you're married, you might have a pension, you -hmm. might have an annuity, you might have a couple 401ks and an IRA or a Roth IRA, or just an investment account, so maybe we're piecing together your income from three, four, five, eight different places. Well, all of those could be taxed differently. So now, hopefully, you're seeing. Well, what's cool about that is you actually control how and when and how much you take out of each of those. And uh, maybe saying that's cool. Maybe it's a little little bit <laughs> that's kind of showing how unusual I am. But that's what's exciting to us, Jen, is that because we can help you do that, and that means we can help you do things like avoid going into a higher tax bracket and be proactive with your planning so that you pay less in the future with some of those things. And these are the kind of conversations that that we really believe, Jen, could make the difference of tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. So if you you think you could benefit from that kind of conversation, or if you're not sure if you have tax planning being done for you, call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. We'll offer right now a a 15-minute phone call with one of our Retirement planners, I will also offer you, at no cost or no obligation, our five-step retirement review, the first step to getting started towards a custom-built retirement plan. All you have to do is call us now at 803-9-RETIRE.
1: And it's 803-973-8473 if you prefer to hear the numbers. But as Pat said, easiest way to remember it, 803 803- Nine, retire. As we talk a little bit about what's going on with taxes, Pat, the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act of 2017 was a huge overhaul of tax policy. Biggest change in tax law in 30 years. But it's set to expire in 2025. So we know that there will be changes coming. And a lot of people don't realize taxes are actually lower now than they have been in about 40 years. So some good opportunities here before we see changes again. How do we learn about some of those existing opportunities to save on taxes before the tax laws change on us again?
0: Yeah. I mean, this is uh, one of those things, Jen, that it is surprising. You know, we all feel like most people probably feel like we pay more taxes than we should have to, or maybe we disagree with how those taxes are being used. Right, right. Um, but the reality is that there was a massive overhaul to tax policy in 2017. And there is an expiration date on that in 2025. So we know we have a deadline. And, uh, you know, we've had um, David McKnight, selling author, of the book, The Power of Zero, which talks about trying to get down to the 0% tax bracket. We've had him on the show before, and uh, he likes to say it's the tax sale of a lifetime. And uh, so not only do we have this opportunity right now, but we also have a deadline. So 2025 is the longest we could have this opportunity. Of course, the current administration might want to raise taxes much sooner than that. Mm -hmm. So that's a situation where it's really important for us to be thinking about where do we stand right now And then also, it's human nature that we always want to procrastinate, Uh, but this is something where we have a specific timeline, and every calendar year is just one more opportunity, one more crack at doing that tax planning. And once that calendar year flips over, then that past year is gone. So we really want to be thinking about this and not wasting those opportunities.
1: Pat, if we find ourselves thinking pretty much about tax filing deadlines only when it comes to our taxes, we haven't really thought too much about some of these longer term planning strategies as we're talking about here today. What advice do you have?
0: Well, I think that, you know, that it really is kind of like we each have our own needs as far as taxes go, Jen. And kind of the most basic one is First of all, understanding what they are, right? The the first time we each get our first job and we get our first paycheck, that's when we learn about taxes, right? You see all the withholdings coming out. Um, And then uh, after that, then we just need to make sure that we're hitting those filing deadlines The one after that is then typically once you're starting to accumulate for retirement now, that's that next level where you want to be thinking about, okay, what is this causing for me in the future? And if you start accumulating hundreds of thousands of dollars in retirement accounts, that's a really important opportunity to take advantage of talking to retirement planners because they can help you. Navigate that and try and figure out what is the smart approach to using these accounts, not only to your benefit now, but maybe much more importantly, for the decades, hopefully, that you have for the rest of your life and how that's gonna trigger taxes for you and your spouse if you're married and then your loved ones after you're gone. So if you wanna uh, have an opportunity to talk with a planner about those types of ideas, we offer that at no cost and no obligation. Call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. If you don't wanna sit down for a full hour with a retirement planner, we'll also offer a 15-minute phone call, again, at no obligation.
3: Just call us now at 803-9-RETIRE.
1: This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We'll be back.
3: You've heard Pat on radio, now you can see him on television. Tune in Sunday mornings during the seven o'clock news on WIS-TV, Columbia's NBC Channel 10. Pat's new book, The Retirement Secret is now available. It's a companion to his first book, Save Your Retirement order yours right now at amazon.com
1: thanks for joining us today this is save your retirement with pat struby i'm jen Rizak. happy to be here alongside pat he is the founder of preservation specialists as we get back into it if you hear something you'd like to get some answers on 803-9-RETIRE is the number to call that's 803-9-RETIRE now we all know when it comes to sports, professional athletes don't show up on game day and hope for the best. They've been practicing with their team from the start of the season, and they train in the off-season. And, Pat, nobody in my household is going to end up on any type of Olympic team, but I'll tell you, my daughters, who have been on track and cross-country teams, they train in the winter when they're not on season. And my boys who wrestle – they wrestle and, and do weights and stuff in the summer when it's not wrestling season. They go to batting practice in the winter when it's not baseball season. So we know this. We know when it comes to sports, we have to think about this stuff in the off-season. Yet, as we talk about money so many times, we think about taxes just during tax season and not in the off-season, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, it's a great analogy. And we're certainly not saying you need to be obsessed with taxes right. all the time, right? I mean, that's that's not what this is about. That's no
1: fun.
0: No, but it's <laughs> it really is a situation where there's a couple benefits. One is, if you're still working, being thoughtful about taxes throughout the year periodically can be beneficial because it's not just something where – you have some control. You have a decision of what to contribute to in your retirement plans, you know, what might cause, you know, tax deductions and things like that. And you have to do those things throughout the year. So it's not just, you know, you get to April and you say, Oh, woe is me. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got this bad tax situation because you could have done things the previous year. But I think the bigger picture idea that we want to bring out here is we always just call, you know, the phrase proactive tax planning, which is thinking about not only what happened last year for your taxes, but hopefully you're gonna be around for a while, so what are you doing today that is, how is that gonna cause taxes to you next year and the following year, and if, you know, God willing, the next decade or multiple decades, and that's a bigger question, Mm -hmm. but the reason we bring it up is, I mean, it could make a massive difference in how much income tax you pay. Um, not only during your working years, but especially in your retirement years.
1: Right. It can make a huge difference. As I've said before on this show, if you don't think about taxes and you aren't proactive, taxes could leave you with a fraction of what you were planning on for your retirement. And that is not what anybody wants. So Pat, I think for a lot of people, they're hearing that message. They're just not quite sure what to do about it. What goes into creating a tax efficient strategy for your retirement so you can keep more of those hard earned dollars to spend the way you want to spend them instead of sending them back to the government.
0: Yeah, I mean that's ultimately what we want to do, right? I mean, one of the things uh, when we're building a retirement plan for our clients and managing it and, you know, putting it into action, we're trying to find them the greatest income with the least taxes. Mm-hmm. And that's basically what we're trying to accomplish. So, how do we do that? Well, the first thing is to understand how your money is taxed in retirement, and David McKnight, the best-selling author we've had on the show, uh, he talks about three different tax buckets. So there are, for example, uh, the tax-deferred bucket. That is how so many of us in America save for retirement. If you're putting money into a 401K or if you have any traditional IRAs, that's tax-deferred, and then when you take the money out in retirement, it's taxable, and that's there's nothing wrong with that. That's just one of the three options. A second option would be taxable. Um, so anything that you, you get a 1099 on a yearly basis You know, if you got money sitting in the bank, and they pay you 0.01%, and then you earned like $3 of interest last year, congratulations, (laughs) you get a 1099 for that, right? So that's the silver lining to getting no interest, is you pay less taxes. But if you have a brokerage account that's not in a retirement account, and you've got some stocks or mutual funds or whatever, you're going to get a 1099 each year on that. So that's taxable on an annual basis. But there's also a third bucket called tax-free. And so that would be the most obvious answer, the most obvious examples of that are a Roth IRA, or what's becoming more common is a Roth 401k. Mm -hmm. That is where you don't get any tax break today, but on the back end, when you take the money out, if you follow the rules properly, it's going to be tax-free. Now, all of that, the reason I go into those three buckets is because you have some control over where the money goes, and then you also have control over how and when it comes out of those. And what we believe is, with prudent, proactive tax planning – you can actually structure your income in retirement to save you just an enormous amount of taxes. Because if you can save yourself $5,000 of taxes every year in retirement, that's over $100,000. I wow. mean, that's just a, just an enormous, enormous difference over our lifetimes. And so, uh, But what it requires is just a little forethought. And so that's really one of those. We, we talk about the five areas of planning in a plan we build for our clients, Jen. And, of course, tax planning is one of those areas, and that's what we're hitting on right now.
1: And that's just so important to point out when you talk about the impact over the course of your retirement, over your lifetime. So many times we'll look at things on a year-to-year basis and, oh, here's what I might have to pay in taxes or here's what I might be able to save in taxes for this coming year. But it really starts to turn into some serious money when we're talking about the course of our retirement.
0: Yes, it does. You know, it's one of those things, Jen, where uh, I think this is where our the way our minds work uh, really fight against us because we tend to have a, a bias towards what has just happened to us and what's right. about to happen to us, right? right? So if you're 62 and you're going to retire next year, you're really thinking about what are the things I want to do right when I retire and things like that. And even if you're worried about running out of money in retirement, it's hard to conceptualize that, right? It's just kind of this vague thought that you have or worry and so if you actually, when someone is coming into our office, even in our no-cost five-step retirement review, everyone gets a preliminary income plan, which just gives them a, an initial picture. Okay. And in that initial picture, you can see, okay, if I retire at this age, how long will my money last? And how am I gonna be generating my income each year? And another part of that is also, how much am I, am I gonna be paying in taxes every year? And if everything is saved in a 401k, You know, and if you want to have, you know, a moderate amount of income coming in every month, uh, well, you're going to be paying, you know, maybe a 12 percent tax bracket, maybe 22 percent or 24 percent tax bracket. Mm -hmm. And then if all of that's coming out of your 401k, all of it's taxed that can trigger taxes on Social Security. Um, So there's kind of layers to this of how how this all works together. And that's when you start to realize I could literally be paying hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars of income tax just during my retirement years. That is something that is worth looking at and doing some planning. And the beauty of that, Jen, is if you save a dollar in taxes, that's a guaranteed return on your investment, on your time. Whereas, you know, when you're investing your money in the market or something, you just don't know what you're going to get. So that's one of the things we love about tax planning. And it's the reason we offer our five-step retirement review to our listeners for no cost and no obligation. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call now at 803-9-RETIRE. One of the five areas is your tax plan, helping you take a look at the consequences of your income and in retirement. Once again, to take advantage of that, it's 803-9-RETIRE.
1: Talking today with Pat Struby, He is with Preservation Specialists, and I am Jen Rezac alongside. Pat, when you do this work to create a tax-efficient strategy for retirement, can you talk a little bit about how this works in your office, or, or do you partner with other financial professionals sometimes when it comes to things like taxes?
0: Yeah, so that's that's very um, dependent on each individual case. Okay. Um, so we, we have some clients that like doing their own taxes, or I guess maybe I, sh- I shouldn't say like. doing them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> They can accept the reality pre- of doing them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they prefer doing them themselves, <laughs> let's say. Um, and then we have some that have a tax preparer, but it's just kind of a you know a, a simple relationship of handing them you know a Manila envelope of information sure. and then them completing it. And then we have some that really want to be involved with a CPA. For those that are highly involved, and we're actually absolutely going to work together, the main thing where the tax professional comes in for us is we want their feedback on what we're building. And the main thing is uh, making sure that they see value in what we're trying to accomplish. And there is a little bit of a back and forth there sometimes, Jen, because uh, what we're trying to do primarily is focus on reducing taxes in the future, most tax professionals, even if they're outstanding at it, what they're mainly concerned with is lowering your taxes today, Mm -hmm, right? right. Uh, In in the year you're trying to file your taxes, that's what they're trying to do. So really blending those two approaches together, we think is probably the ideal balance for most people.
1: Right, And, and when should we start thinking about this as far as tax planning for the future? Is there an ideal time to be thinking about this?
0: Well, I think that that's a really interesting question, Jen. And I I don't know if there's an ideal time. I think it just affects each of us differently. And what I mean by that is a lot of our clients are close to or in retirement. You know, those that are maybe a little further back, five or 10 years back, it's a different way of looking at it. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm thinking of a client right now that I was just talking to and, and him and his wife are probably 10 years from retirement it's an interesting conversation because now he's already looking proactively and so that's helping because now he's shifting how he's saving for retirement so that's a really interesting and beneficial conversation to have but it's very different than a client i have who retired two years ago and he he already accumulated all of his money in his 401k and his ira and now we're looking at saying okay how can we Take what you have right now and shift it in a way so you pay less taxes in the future. And so those are two very different approaches. But I think because of this window that we have right now, I think it's important for anyone of any age.
1: And Pat, again, one of the biggest challenges here, though, when we talk about being proactive and putting together a plan to be efficient with taxes in the future is that it keeps changing. We don't know what the tax policies will be in 20 or 30 years. So how do we put together a plan or how do you help someone put together a plan that's going to be tax efficient when we just don't know what's going to be happening in 30 years?
0: Yeah, this really hits the the nail on the head because with everything that we do, uh, we're we're trying to plan well into the future, right. and of course, we don't know what any of those things are <laughs> going to be, right? right? So I always tell everyone when we show them their first preliminary retirement income analysis that it is it has tremendous value to it, and yet all of the numbers you see on the page are going to end up being wrong because because <laughs> think of all the things we're guessing. We're guessing right. how long you're going to live, what rate of return you're going to get, what is mm-hmm. inflation going to be, What are interest rates going to be? What are tax rates going to be? It just goes on and on and on. So one of the things that we like to do, Jen, is we start off by assuming today's laws. So we know current tax rates, and we know those are set to go back up in 2025. Mm -hmm. But the other thing that we like to do is we like to talk with each of our clients individually and talk about a tax stress test. And how high up do you think those brackets could go? David McKnight, the best-selling author, he talks about the possibility of tax rates having to double at some point in the future because our debt is so enormous. Well. If all of your money is set to be tax deferred and paid out and taxable in retirement, wouldn't you want to see what that would look like and what type of effect it would have on you and what type of planning we would need to do? So that is part of our tax planning process for our clients. That's part of our tax stress test. If you think you could benefit from a stress test of your nest egg, and the taxation of it. Call right now at 803-9-RETIRE. We'll offer that at no cost and no obligation. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call now at 803-9-RETIRE.
1: We have more coming up on Save Your Retirement, but now it's time for today's Medicare Minute with author and Medicare expert Tim Hanbury.
4: If you watch TV this fall, I'm sure you'll remember all the Medicare ads with our aging sports stars and celebrities. While I'm a fan of the stars, I'm not a fan of the ads. The reason is that they put the emphasis in the wrong place. Having additional benefits like dental and vision coverage is fine, but they leave out the details. Details like, does your doctor participate with the plans they're promoting? Are your medications covered and at what costs? These are the most important considerations when choosing an Advantage plan. Unfortunately, many people end up in the wrong plan and only find out when they first see their doctor or fill a prescription. Does this mean you're stuck in the wrong plan for the entire year? Medicare has what's called a Medicare Advantage Open Enrollment Period. Between January 1st until the end of March, you can make a one-time-only change to a different Advantage plan. During this time, you can move to a plan which better fits your needs. If you need to discuss this option, please give me a call, and I'd be happy to explain how it works
1: visit tim's website medicareblueprint.com to download a free copy of his book or if you would like to talk with tim call 803-9-RETIRE to schedule a consultation
3: the team at preservation specialists is offering a free tax analysis as part of their five-step retirement review process call right now to find out more 803 973 8473. That's 8039 Retire.
1: Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak. Happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. He is the author of the books Save Your Retirement and The Retirement Secret. And he's nervous right now because we're getting ready to start <laughs> another round of retirement trivia. We have done this before, Pat. I have dusted yes. off the buzzer and the bell. You yes. say I'm only going to need the bell.
0: I, I think so. Know. I I don't know why you would need a buzzer.
1: All right. Well, because because I do get a little tricky with some of these questions. Oh, okay. I, I go obscure. I go tricky. And our topic this week is taxes. Very uh-huh. fitting to be obscure and tricky because mm. we're talking about the tax code here. So. Amen. <laughs> All right. Uh, are you ready? Are you ready to do this? Shall we? Yes. Okay. Here we fight. Final answer was that I won't. I won't do the. <laughs> I won't do the buzzer or bell on that one. All right. First question, Pat. These are multiple choice. I okay. will ask the question. I will give you the answers, and then we'll see how you mm. do. When was the federal income tax created? Was it A. 1776, B. 1804, C. 1861, or D. 1913, hmm. federal income tax.
0: OK, so this one feels a little tricky to me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk you through my thinking okay. here, Jen. OK, so I didn't realize how recent this was uh, until I was researching it for one of my books. So I don't think it's the first two. Now, 1861, I know there was some type of tax levied of some kind during, mm-hmm. that you would help fund the Civil War. Yes. But I don't remember if that was like a tariff or something like that. I do know that our current tax code was started in 1913. And I'm going to go with that answer. By the way, I also, uh, Janelle and I were watching a documentary on prohibition, and they had an interesting tie-in that I'd never heard before, that when they uh, made alcohol illegal, they lost all of the sales taxes uh, on alcohol. And that was (laughs) one of the things that tied in with the need for a federal income tax. So I thought that was really interesting. So I'm going to go with 1913.
1: You're going to go with 1913. You gave me so much extra information <laughs> that I'm going to go ahead and give it to you.
0: Oh, is it really 1861?
1: On a technicality. It's 18... oh. that's oh, So So you were right, though. So Abraham Lincoln signed the Revenue Act. It imposed a federal income tax to, as you said, generate funds for the Civil War. Then they repealed it 10 years later. So how often do we have that, right, where it gets repealed? <laughs> Never but then again. they brought it back in 1913. <laughs> With the modern-day federal income tax system. So because you had so much extra history (laughs) and knowledge, I'm giving it to you. That's a tricky
0: one. Yeah. yeah.
1: So you, I mean, I tried to be all tricky, and you outsmarted me. So all right. (laughs) You got the first one. Okay. Okay. So what was the first tax deadline when that federal income tax was established? Mm. Was it, A, January 1st? B, February 14th, C, March 1st, or D, April 1st? What was the original filing deadline?
0: So, Jen, I am embarrassed that, you know, when you do your trivia questions, I usually know something about it. I have absolutely no clue (laughs) on this. I've never heard anything about this, so Uh I'm going to try my powers of deduction. Okay. So, January 1st seems unreasonable, so I'm going to skip that one. (laughs) I'm also going to skip April 1st because I feel like when you were paying income taxes back then... It was probably like a one-page tax code instead Not of like tricky. forty thousand, you know, ten times larger than the Bible. <laughs> right. And I'm I'm also just this is my superior test-taking skills. I'm I'm seeing it February 14th and thinking that's just you're just sticking Valentine's Day in there. So that that seems like a weird tax deadline. <laughs> so because of those reasons, this pure guess is March 1st.
1: <laughs> I've never been angrier to push that bell before. Yes. All right, fine. And you're right. I did just throw Valentine's Day in there just to see if you were paying attention. Yeah. No, I get it. You have to. Whatever. All right. (laughs) Two for two. Okay. Next one is true or false. True or false only. So this one is true or false. The job of tax preparer is female dominated. Is that true Mm. or false?
0: So when you're saying tax preparer, this would be a CPA yeah. or like, does this include like someone that, that sits at the desk at H&R Block? Yeah, um, I think, so.
1: yeah, it's like just all tax
0: preparers. And of course, there's a, what's the definition of dominated? You know, is that like 51%? <laughs> is it 75%? Oh, there's so many things we could do. Um, I have... No idea. I'm trying to think of every single person I've ever known who does taxes. <laughs> and I feel like in my life it's about 50-50, so I'm going to say false.
1: Mm. It was <sighs> true. 65% of all tax preparers mm. are women. The average that's pretty age, dominant. Yeah, average age is 47, and the majority are located in New York and Chicago. So there you go. Little, wow. A little change there. I, I don't know how long that's been true, but it's interesting that that has become a female-dominated position.
0: So. That's a pretty. That's a pretty big majority. I'm, I'm yeah. surprised by that. Very yeah. interesting. All right, well, you've taught me something today, I, Jen. Thank you something. so much.
1: That's right. You are welcome. <laughs> okay, here's another one. Here's another yeah. true/false one. I think you'll like this one. True or false? Your social security benefits, Pat, are the only source of income that are guaranteed to be tax-free. Is that true or false?
0: Now, I'm. I'm withholding a laugh right now, Jen, because I know that's false. Uh, because um, it's actually very. I like telling the story when I do classes on you know retirement planning and things. And, and part of what I would say is you know, Social Security was started under FDR during the New Deal. And one of his famous statements, someone asked him, will the benefits be taxed? He said, those benefits will be taxed over my dead body. And of course, that's exactly what happened. Uh, they initiated a tax on Social Security benefits in the 80s. So that would be false.
1: All right. So you you were very confident. I, yeah. I almost didn't even have to do the bell, because you didn't need it. You didn't no. need that validation. You 100% knew it.
0: I I mean, if you would give me access to the bell, I, I could do it for myself on that one, but, but I know yes. that's, as, that's asking a lot.
1: <laughs> yes. No, I'm, not, I'm never going to let you have <laughs> access to the bell. Um, so let, let's talk a little bit, though, when we are figuring out what's going on with our tax situation, how do we figure out how much of our Social Security benefits are going to be subject to taxation?
0: Yeah. So this is something, Jen, that this is a great example of how no financial advisor can know everything about all different types of planning. And we we talk about, you know, in our world, we kind of break it down. There's two types of financial advisors or financial professionals. There's kind of the growth or accumulation person who's going to help you from your 20s through your 40s and maybe in your 50s. And then what we do is retirement planning, which is helping you that last five or 10 years as you're transitioning, getting ready for retirement, and then take you to and through retirement. And the reason we say that is because there are things like taxation of Social Security benefits that if you don't focus on retirement, you really don't know anything about that. There's many, many probably the majority of uh, financial professionals don't really know a whole lot about that, whereas that's something we need to know backwards and forwards. Mm And uh, one of the classes we've done, Jen, is uh, which I I know this might give shivers up your spine, but it's a six-hour course on retirement (laughs) planning. And we actually are, you know, we're using a room at a local university. And I remember, you know, I had a whiteboard, and this was the most fascinating, interesting topic to people, and they wanted to know all the details of it. And I was thinking, wow, I was really surprised that people would care that much, but it's just not talked about very much. Mm So it's, very complex because the calculation is different. It's completely different than anything else in the tax code. It's a whole different formula. So they take portions of your social security benefits. They take your pension income. They take your earned income if you're still working. They take your IRA and 401k withdrawals. They even take interest off of municipal bonds, which is actually Tax free, wow. which makes no sense, but yeah. someone just created a formula and they <laughs> threw it together and it's never, it's since 1982, it's never changed. So yeah. the other thing that's interesting is every single year they index our tax brackets for inflation, right? Uh, this was created in 1982 and the numbers have never been changed. So mm-hmm. uh, it was originally said it would be a tax on quote unquote wealthy retirees and now it actually affects the majority of retirees. So it's just a great example of if you are already retired or maybe even especially if you're getting ready to retire this is a great example of sitting down with someone like us and looking at what you're planning to do and seeing what type of tax you're going to have on your social security benefits not only what it looks like now but is there any way through planning and through strategy that you can lower that tax because it can be done and those are the types of things that get us excited you know that we can help you yeah. help you reduce how much you're paying in taxes
1: and let me just give you the phone number, 803-9-RETIRE is how you can reach Pat Struby and the team at Preservation Specialists if you want to learn a little bit more about some of those strategies. Again, that's 803-9-RETIRE. Uh, another question here, Pat, about taxes. Which state offers an exemption from income taxes for people age 100 or over?
0: <laughs> 100
1: it is 100 and over. It, it happens. There's okay. a state where we do this. Okay. You have to turn 100 and then... You don't have to worry about income taxes anymore. Wow! Is it A. Texas? Sounds like a Texas thing. It does. B. Kentucky. (laughs) C. Hawaii. Or D. New Mexico?
0: Kind of obscure again. You are really being tough this time (laughs) because this is another one. I just got. I have no idea, and I'm kind of envisioning like New Mexico being a great place. You know, with the dry heat. You know, in in your elderly years, and maybe that's an enticement. I'm gonna. I I'm just gonna go wild and see New Mexico. Wow.
1: This started 20 years ago. People over age 100 who are not dependents of others are exempt from filing and paying New Mexico personal income taxes. So there you go. That's how you can get a break on some of that. That's
0: wild. And, and now the, the other thing that I have to randomly ask, you know, we talk about Lady Longevity being the first retirement villain. As we live longer and longer, do they have to start increasing that because they're because they're losing so much tax revenue? <laughs> right. You know, as they have more more people over hundred yeah, in their state. Hit 110 Be interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah, or something that's wild. Wow. Yeah, uh, just just an interesting thing to think about. And uh, Pat, let's do one more really quickly. Let's do a bonus round okay. before we wrap up the show today. American symbol Uncle Sam, who we complain about a lot. Uncle Sam <laughs> is allegedly based on a businessman Sam Wilson. B, Founding Father Sam Adams. C, (laughs) is General Sam Houston. Or D, Sam I am from Green Eggs and Ham.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well... What's exciting to me about this one is I have absolutely no clue, and it, now it occurs to me I've never thought about it, so I'm excited to hear the answer. I'm going to go with um, maybe this is too obvious. I'm going to go with B, founding father Samuel Adams, which would be pretty cool because it would not only be Uncle Sam but also one of the first craft beers in America right. as well. And we so do, I'm going to go with that one. We do
1: love his beer, but no, <laughs> okay. it was. And it wasn't Sam I am from Green Eggs and Ham. It was businessman Sam Wilson. He supplied barrels of beef to the army during the War of Eighteen Twelve. They were all stamped US to indicate government property and then they would all joke that, oh, these are from US Uncle Sam. And that's oh, how that
0: came about. That's pretty so, great.
1: Yeah, just a little fun fun trivia for you there. But that is why we talk about Uncle Sam today. And this has been fun to go through some tax trivia. There's a lot that I'm guessing a lot of us don't know about what's going on with taxes. And when you think about that, today's federal income tax rates could be the lowest you'll see for the rest of your life after they went down in 2017. Those expire in 2026. So it is not a matter of if but when taxes will go up. And Pat, you have to realize that those higher taxes will leave you with a fraction of the money that you are counting on for retirement.
0: Yes, uh, you do not want to assume you won't be impacted by the Democrats' proposed tax increases because you're not a big corporation or you're not quote unquote wealthy enough. I bet just about everyone listening has a few areas where they can be a little more tax efficient with their retirement money. My team wants to help you be able to understand how much income you can take in retirement and most importantly, how much of it you can keep. And that has to do with having what we call a proactive tax plan so you can keep as much of your retirement income as possible and avoid going into higher tax brackets whether it is from you going with a higher income or because of tax rates going up in the future. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call 803-9-RETIRE right now to take advantage of our tax analysis. This is just for listeners of today's show. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE.
1: There's just a short window of opportunity to take action to keep taxes from taking too much of a bite out of your savings. It could mean tens of thousands of dollars back in your pocket over a lifetime. That number again, 803 803- Nine retire. Thank you for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Be sure to tune in again next week for more insights from Pat. We'll talk to you then.
3: Preservation Specialists is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of tools. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income are never referring to securities or investment products. Preservation Specialists is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. Preservation Specialist is not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Securities offered through Kalos Capital Inc. Investment Advisory Services offered through Kalos Management Inc., both at 11525 Parkwood Circle, Alpharetta, Georgia 30005. Preservation Specialist is not an affiliate or a subsidiary of Kalos Capital Inc. or Kalos Management Inc.